Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Youth Business Academy podcast. My name is George, and today I'm joined by my co-host Ron. And in today's episode, we're going to discuss our journey to $30,000 a month on YouTube with YouTube automation. So if that is something that you are interested in as well, then sit back, relax, and let us discuss and take you through this journey of, you know, everything was going on uh, with our channels. And I think you're going to learn a lot with it. So we were talking with Ron before we started this to record this and we were talking back and forth about family life yep. and life in general. And then I was like, Ron, I'm really curious to know about more things what's happening on your end with YouTube. But before I ask you any questions, let's hit the record button. And now I can finally ask you. So tell me <laughs> what's been happening. What's been happening over the past week with your YouTube channel? Yeah, yeah. So in previous episode, I, uh, I talked about my new browse channels, like basically my final uh, my final move in terms of browse. Uh, if if it, this doesn't work out, or if, if I don't see any progression with this, I'll uh, fully focus on my other search channel. Uh, but yeah, past week. Um, learning a lot but also it's been fr frustrating of course like it this, this was not yeah it didn't went all easy but i was like uh analyzing a lot of videos um the last week and it's maybe good for you to know you probably already know george but for the listener i'm pretty pretty impatient so uh i just want to get it, things over with as quickly as possible and same with video production for example i'll just make Three, four, uh, because I like I, I right now I do a lot of things. So the video topic, the titles, and the thumbnails, because I just know now within my niche how to get a high CTR. And I also decided, okay, let's also just do the scripts because I don't want to wait on the script writer. Plus, I know more about it because I have done the topic, so maybe I can write better scripts. So I've been like last okay. week, for example, I wrote like four scripts in one day. I feel felt all like productive. Had like a lot of videos in the pipeline. And now I check some analytics of their most recent videos uploaded and I'm like, okay, we need to change everything, but I already have the scripts re recorded by the voiceover and, and stuff like that. So that's like the thing, because yeah. I'm so impatient, I just want to have as many videos out as quickly as possible, but that's not always the ah. right strategy. Um, right, right. So you're kind of like, okay, let me like push now, have it like in bulk, yeah. but then like it, the result, the results from the previous work comes back and you're like, ah, God Yeah, ex exactly. <laughs> so I was watching my Trello, like I had all the topics nicely laid out, thumbnails looking good, titles looking good. And it was yeah, already yeah, recorded yeah. by the voiceover. Yeah, but like a couple yeah. of days later, I'm like, yeah, we need to change some things up because I've also watched some other competitors. And of course my other videos were not performing as well because as I mentioned in the previous episode, like I know mm. how to get a high CTR, like decent, like at least a 12 plus percent CTR. I know how to get it that's within really my good. niche. So that's yeah. pretty good, you know? Um, mm -hmm. But I've been seeing like, uh, for example, I have a video that's it's, it's around 16, 17 minutes long. I get a, around six minutes, 15 view duration. And it got pushed mm. hard in the beginning, but then it died out. So basically means for my niche, that I need to get more, I saw it with other videos as well, they died out pretty quickly, that I need to get more minutes per viewer per video. So that should be my focus. And I've studied my audience more, and I think I mentioned it in previous episodes as well. I have a little bit of an older audience, so it's a slower pacing. Um, like, yeah, I haven't been adjusting my new scripts to that. And also, I haven't talked with my voiceover guy like, hey, uh, maybe we need to try a couple of different uh, pacing methods. 
uh, and experiment more. So that's what I'm, mm -hmm. I'm doing right now is like taking a step back, taking more time for the videos. Um, yeah, and basically trying to get the viewers retention up because I'm like the CTR is no problem. Um, yeah. So the topics are good, the thumbnails are good. It's mostly the storytelling that's not good enough uh, and people just leave the video too quickly. So that's mostly the focus I'm having right now. Yeah. What's your um, first 30 second drop after the hook? Yes. Yeah, What's so, your first 15 second and 30 second? Yeah, I so um, I've been experiment. I will experiment with it uh, now as well. So yeah, good thing. Like I, I did this day. I, I checked re uh, like my competitors, like why? Because I checked the video and, and I, I, I'm like, the topic is kind of similar, like not the same, but the angle is the same. And I'm like, why did this guy get like 600k views? And why didn't I do get it? So I watched the hook as well and the rehooking. Yeah. Um, the hook I did before was based on my previous knowledge on my other browse channel and with a different mm -hmm. audience, which was like fast paced, um, drop, yeah. drop maybe an interesting fact or uh, tell an interesting or ask a question towards a viewer or like more fast paced, right. like same with Sunny V2, the mastermind we did in the beginning, it was like yeah. fast transitions, cuts, cuts, music. Uh, and that's what I always had in my mind. So I implemented mm -hmm. that in uh, my, my videos for the new browse channel. And it was not bad, like 70% intro retention rate or between 60 to 70%, but it's still not enough. At the 30 second mark. Yeah, but it's still not enough because that's pretty good. Yeah, but it's typical. If you ask me. YouTube says it's typical within my niche and I think we can improve. So I watched some competitors today and I know they have the same audience as me because yeah, I'm yeah. seeing views from them and it's so slow paced, like really yeah. slow. And they open up, for example, with uh, a question towards the viewer. And what they then do mm. is just show uh, f five to 15 seconds long, show clips about the topic without any voiceover, yeah. but with really matching music. So you get like sucked in the video, but there is nothing being said. Brother, you need to slow it down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's like totally the opposite of how I, how I am as a person. But I think this shows, like, of course, I didn't test it yet, but it's working for competitors, I assume, because they're getting so yeah. much views. This really shows you need to study your audience more and more. And mm -hmm. the mistake I made was making scripts in bulk so we can upload fast and more and, and get more data. And of course, that's good maybe in the beginning because you have no data. But now I know yeah. what my audience probably likes. And now I'm like, okay, I, I should have just checked the videos first and then start producing the next videos to also save a lot of money because now I'm like, okay, I already, I have the scripts, thumbnails, titles. It's already recorded with the voiceover. It's like the final step is just the editing. And then I'm like, should I st yeah. do the edit or should I just cancel the whole project and, and lose my money on the voiceover? So it's yeah. called the uh, sunken cost analysis. I know sunken, sunken cost. What does it mean? Fallacy. Okay. Basically a sunken cost is when you have already invested some money into something and you, you have already the costs and you are now kind of hesitant. Oh man, like I know it's the wrong thing to do, but I, I have already invested the money. Yeah. So do I go like all the way and like actually get it done? Or do I take the loss now and take it like do it the right way? So knowing this fallacy, if I'd be you, I'd probably with the knowledge you have now cut, it's like cutting your losses. True. With, like trading. True. But I, the thing is, 
you eventually you don't know also because like true yeah so yeah the thing is you all but if you're yeah, I, I don't know if your audience <laughs> is older and you're and you're bombarding them like this in the first 30 seconds yeah but the thing that. is the video editing is not done yet so i talked to the video editors right. today as well i said hey um maybe we can have some more pauses between the voiceover um yeah. and like maybe we can fix it a little bit with the editing like yeah. I, I think and and the music of uh, and of course yeah the music so mm. i think that's the my approach what it will be um but i will start more like taking time for the videos which is very difficult for me yeah um yeah <laughs> because you just want to get done <laughs> yeah but the, the thing is i see i see some videos just performing in my niche and i watch them and i'm like i can do it better but then there are like some important elements that you oversee which is the pacing yeah. uh, and maybe the way the voiceover talks which is crucial uh for the viewer's duration yeah. you know yeah so yeah, yeah it's the lesson for me is basically I should see it per video and with every video I should experiment maybe with a different hook, uh, maybe with different mm. pacing, uh, maybe with a different, yeah, rehooking and that kind of, and then basically yeah. start experimenting and see what works and then implement it along the way that, that you eventually have a perfect package or a perfect video, yeah. you know? It's very interesting what you said there about like taking your time with each video because this is something that I've been learning over the past many years is that like when I try and force myself to like sit down and do something like there's time and place for that. But sometimes I do my best, most productive work is when I just not force myself, but when I just let it kind of happen naturally, yeah. I start to explore my curiosity online, you know. I might go visit some random website or I might, might read some kind of an article or watch a video. And then like I go dab down the rabbit hole, I click on this link and I check like, you know, like ding, ding, ding. and then it often happens that I stumble across something which sparks an idea and then I can maybe make, you know, a search video out of it. And it's so interesting. And then that video goes on to perform like, you know, it's just not forcing yourself to do something, but rather kind of letting it happen organically and having that awareness to like catch yourself when you're stumbling upon something interesting. You know? Yeah, that works great because yeah, like you, you can't always force things towards you because some, yeah. some elements just need to happen organically. Sometimes it's, it's like basically the same with your thoughts. Like they just appear out of nowhere. It's basically yeah. like a, a gift from the universe. Like, hey, good luck with this thought. <laughs> And like yeah. when you're all focused and forcing certain things, I think those thoughts will happen yeah, less, I think. Um, mm. But that's good. But yeah, for me as a person, it's really difficult because I try to, yeah, you know how I am. So I try to f yeah. force as many things as possible. And I'm like, you know, if I just make as many videos as possible, one needs to be <laughs> uh, like a shotgun approach, you know? One needs you're, to you're a very like You're a very like type A personality, like action, like, yeah. Char charge you know like yeah. let's go <laughs> full send it yeah that's true and i learn a lot but it also costs a lot costs a lot of money if all those videos fail and um that's fine but like i'd rather not do it but yeah it's it's just uh, i'm trying <laughs> i'm trying to learn here as well and uh sometimes maybe when uh when this, yeah we think of a new video another interesting another very interesting thing you said there about was um oh, 
it disappeared. The thought disappeared in my head. Ah, oh. uh, okay. I'll come back yeah, to it. Sure. I can't remember right now. <laughs> but uh, you were mentioning something also about like different pacing methods. Yeah. Oh, I remember now. Um, I remember now. It was about how you like simple things in a video, but that you can overlook. Yeah. You said that, you know? And I think that is a true sign of like mastery is, you know, they say like mastery is making things that are complicated look easy. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, you walk someone past the street and they're like, you know, juggling with, you know, knives or eight different, you know, like balls or something like they're doing something, but they're making it look so effortless. You know, he might be like smiling at you, you know, but, and you might be thinking like, whoa, like anyone can do that. Yeah. But then what you don't see is that that person has put in like thousands of hours of practice into getting to that point. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the same thing applies to YouTube. 100%. But it's, it's still, it's true. But I also, it annoys me because some channels that perform better than me, I know they're using like AI voice. And I heard certain phrases in the script um, that are generated by AI because ChatGPT. Yeah. I, I, I use a lot of script writing in ChatGPT. And ChatGPT always says like some stuff like, well, uh, buckle up, folks, because now we're going to discover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> I just know that's from ChatGPT because that's not an organic yeah. way to, if you would write it yourself to 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 put it there. Yeah. So, it it yeah, there are just certain elements that you oversee that are more important than those kind of words in the script, for example. And mm. but it also annoys me a little bit because I know their videos are also low effort. But it's a it's a good sign for me because it basically means if I can overcome this challenge by increasing the few, few duration and over and be better than them, then I just know, okay, I will yeah. have them on the long term because I won't use AI voice. I won't use uh, the, uh, the chat GPT only for scripting. I will also, I, I use it for some sort, but I tweak it a lot to make it more personal. And I think on the long term, yeah. if they don't grow and evaluate, then I'll probably overtake them eventually. By the way, I was like also looking and reading and watching a video um about i think it was from vidIQ from rob and he was talking about how youtube has increased the time to reapply for monetization yeah. from 30 days to 90 days on your second like on your reappeal basically on your second reappeal i think and he was talking about why this might be happening and the reason for that is that well, obviously a lot of people are applying but it's because a lot of people are applying most likely with AI generated content only, you know, yeah. where it's like an AI script an AI voice. And there is like the overall video value is super low. Yeah. You know? But the thing is, and so if like, yeah. eventually YouTube looks at like fewer satisfaction, like if the viewer is watching a video for a long time, uh, hmm. that's like the, the key principle. I think that YouTube wants the viewer to be happy. If AI generated content makes the viewer ha viewers happy, like why should, should it be an issue? Sure. I would agree with that. Yeah. But what I see happening a lot and a lot of people in the community in Discord are talking, but like, you know, they might post like a, a YouTube short and they're like, Hey, why am I not getting views? Yeah, and then okay. you click through onto the video yeah. and it's like a super low quality video. And there's like one image like a static image there's like an ai voice like no like you know youtube doesn't youtube doesn't want that youtube wants diversity of content on the platform so 
you gotta you gotta take the hard route. You gotta take like the hard road <laughs> because the easy route is okay. ChatGPT, AI voice, you know. Yeah, but, true. No. But yeah, I, I I think that will also improve. I think AI will also be more uh, uh, creative in using the footage, for example. Like it it can create footage itself right now. It doesn't look as perfect. Um, but sure. I've seen like movie trailers made with AI. You've probably seen them as well. I, I saw that as well. Yeah. I saw like, that as well it, with like foxes, foxes and stuff. Yeah, could be. You have like multiple, but like, of course, yeah. you can see it's not perfect, but maybe two years from now, like it, it's going crazy. So yeah, we'll see. Man, I'm, I still think yeah, the human touch. Man, I still think the humans like... You can you can give me all the computers you want. I oh I was watching a video by Mr. Who's the boss, and he was interviewing uh, the CEO of Google. I forgot his name, unfortunately. But is it Larry Page or is that the old one? No, no, it's the um, Indian guy. Ah, oh, yeah. Okay, I don't know the name either. And he said something super interesting. He was like, before, uh, he was like. He made a statement, and the statement was that AI is one of the most important um, creations of humans, okay? More important than, like, the internet itself and all of that, right? And then he went on to explain that why, and it's super simple. Before we adapted to computers, we learned how to type in Google in a certain way to find information, with a natural language model like ChatGPT, the AI is now learning how to communicate with us yeah. naturally. And he said that what they see in data is that people from, uh, I can't remember, was it like he said, like less adapted countries to like the technology, you know, he said that they use voice to yeah. search USA as well. They do typing. They have Alexa stuff like in their uh, living living room. You can order yeah. stuff through Alexa on Amazon in USA. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. But the 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 thing that I'm trying to highlight here is that, like, for example, us Westerners who are like really used to computers, right? We know how to like interact with it, to to search, to find things, right? And we do it by typing. You, you don't you don't usually type in Google like a natural language thing. You type in keywords, yeah. right? You type in like specific keywords and that's how you get things done. With people who don't have so much experience with computers, they use their voice yeah. much more than we use. They, 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 they put the microphone and they ask the question and then it searches for them, you know? So that just shows that now computers are going to start adapting to the way we humans actually talk. And that synergy between us and, you know, computers it's, it's going to be, I can't even imagine what's going to happen in the next 100 years, man. Yeah, I think nobody can because it's expon exponential. Nobody can. Yeah, it's exponential. That's the thing. So you can't fandom, I think that's the right word, like what exponential growth is. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But it's like Albert Einstein also said, it, like the seven world wonder or something. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Compound interest. Yeah. But that's basically what the it seventh is. Or the eighth wonder. Yeah. Um, and you also see like a lot of AI tools popping up out of nowhere because it's also like a big opportunity for a lot of like people that want to start a like entrepreneurs that know programming and yeah. how AI works it, like so many yeah. tools are popping up and like but I want to warn people again like just as with the dot-com bubble 
just as with any like this hype cycle, once something happens, right, everyone is going to start creating an AI for everything, you know, how to go to the bathroom AI, you know, or whatever it yeah, is, yeah, right? But, but if you look who survives, just not like a couple of survive, you know, who, who, who are the biggest players who survived the dot-com bubble? Yeah. Amazon, Microsoft. Yeah, of course, of course. But like the technology itself, it will remain. It will only become more and more. So, uh, oh, yeah. but I think for YouTube, yeah, I, I'm really curious if YouTube, uh, um, yeah, if they will change their monetization program or th th like it, it would be more fair if YouTube would just look at viewer satisfaction. Like, okay, it's maybe AI generated content. Of course, like it doesn't need to be like reused content. So it lo looks like really low effort. But mm -hmm. if it's still like a unique video, and you can't see the difference between AI or human-made, I think there should be no issue, I think. But let's see. Yeah. Uh, mark my word, I think sooner or later, we're going to see some kind of like an update on Google about or on YouTube about AI content, like specifically. Because I think they're still kind of figuring out right now how they want to take it, like what kind of guidelines and terms of service they want to have. But once they have a little bit more understanding we're going to see like a big update and they're going to kind of let us know how they want to approach that but my bet is that it's going to be pretty strict sure like you can use it for creativity to find original ideas and you know help you come up with ideas and help you write whatever but they are they don't like the 100 percent you know ai type of you know this is written this is narrated you know generate i don't know yeah what, what i also was wondering is like the things that ChatGPT says like it, it's not always accurate like it's totally yeah. it can speculate and basically fantasize about things so i was yeah. wondering like i see some videos on youtube that get like crazy amount of views and it's like a very clickbaity topic and if i watch the video or just scroll through it it's like the, the information in this video it's not it's not real at all it doesn't make any sense so i i'm wondering like right. because of ai so many more videos and articles and stuff will be uploaded on the internet but in terms of yeah. videos i wonder if youtube will also maybe see like the content of the video and if it it's, it doesn't make any sense at all but it claims that yeah. it's true i wonder if youtube will act on it and say like hey this is like false information or yeah that's an amazing point and i've been actually having the same thoughts and i've been observing that with my own videos. So I make search videos and this is what I noticed. This is a, I think pretty interesting point here for everyone who makes search content. The words you say in your video, the script, right? Obviously YouTube has the transcript, right? And they have the AI, right? So I think YouTube looks at your script. They look, does it make sense? How many filler words there are? how many you know does it does it solve the problem or like are users satisfied with it let's say let's say for example that there's a keyword right and there are two videos that are ranking for that specific keyword but the quality of audio is very low there is no script it's not concise it's kind of just like all over the place. It's, it has a lot of filler words like, uh, mm, okay, so simply I'm going to show you now da, 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 like that, you know? YouTube takes that in, in consideration, I bet. 
I have a very strong feeling about that. And what they prioritize is they prioritize content that is like concise and well-made. So if I make a third video where it's just direct, straight to the point, and the script is clear with, with a good audio without any filler words, eventually, like we talked earlier, in the short term, it's a voting machine, but in the long term, it's a weighing machine. And the same thing I think with these videos is like, they might be ranking in the short term, but eventually if your video provides more value to the end user, that will show, like you will yeah. get what you deserve. But the thing is then, then AI voice will be number one always because it will never make mistakes. Like it will pronounce things differently, but it will never say ah uh, and stuff like that. So. <laughs> but I'm talking about, I'm talking about like scripts just having well-made scripts. Like, yeah, okay. let's say for scripts example, well. you're talking about search videos, right? One way to do search videos is just to freestyle it. Yeah. The other way to do is to first have some kind of a script and then read it out. And obviously that takes a lot more editing, you know, a lot more preparation, a lot more whatever, but which one is more valuable to the end user? Yeah, I think uh, like spending more time on certain search videos that have like a higher search volume, that can be beneficial, I think. I think so, yeah. I think so. The one guy that is doing amazingly well, I think his name is Rob Tucker, uh, from a channel called Guide Realm. Oh, I know that guy, with the glasses, right? Yeah, with the glasses. Very big channel, does everything himself, I don't know about the, the editing and, and stuff like that, but you know, he is just consistently posting how to tutorials and he is ranking up now. He's racking in 5 million views a month on his channel with a $4 RPM. He's bringing $4. in 20 K. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wish I had four, yeah, but that's good. But it's like also a weighing for yourself. Like, okay, do I want to do the recording myself? Or of course, like, do I want to spend more time on structuring the scripts or do you take a, a route, which is faster, but maybe lower in earnings, but is automated. It's like, a, a yeah, oh, sometimes there's a middle ground. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I think eventually, um, for search, because there are a lot of search channels popping up, <laughs> you probably noticed as well. Yeah. <laughs> like there are most of them are most, most of them are not good. Yeah, it's it's basic because everybody wants to make as many videos as possible for the lowest amount. So then you, you get yeah. that quality of videos. But I, I think eventually also when I earn a little bit more with my channel, I think I'll find a guy that wants to record his face um, and do it more organically because I think, yeah, eventually everybody will find the topics. Like, of course, new, to new topics will be added, but like there are always like a couple guys that also found your topic. That's the almost, yeah, a lot of times the case. No, it doesn't have to yeah. be, but eh. I think if you want to outrank those two or one that was before you, you probably need to more, sorry, you said something or quality. Oh, quality. Yeah, quality. exactly. I was, I was thinking maybe my mic unplugged again because that happened before, <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, I think so as well quality and then in the long term, that will be better. So I, I, yeah, I'm also thinking about it. Like once my channel is growing a little bit more, then I also have more budget to pay more per video. And then you on the long yeah. term outrank, hopefully the rest. Yeah. 
by the way, talking about, I 100% agree with you, and this is what I was bringing up in the last episode as well, but finding super high RPM topics that have good search volume and that have very poor quality videos there and like very little competition, dude, I, I just can't get enough. It's like my new game. It's literally my new hobby. I can spend all day just browsing YouTube incognito, coming up with ideas, going down the rabbit hole, and just finding amazing keywords that are not always easy to produce. But if you make a good quality video that actually shows the person how to do something or solves a problem or whatever, brother, there is a hundred percent certainty that you will rank and that the video is going to make at least 10,000 views in the next year with an RPM. If you post on my main channel with like, I don't know, over $80, I promise you. Yeah. What's the RPM by the way, on your channel? Because I've seen you uploading some on your main channel. What's the difference between your main and your search? It takes some time to, to, for the RPM. Give me another couple of weeks to see yeah, the, the okay. data because it's not, it's not in yet. They're still optimizing, but I think I'm already seeing the like better results, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna update everyone on YouTube like in a couple of weeks because right now it's still kind of, it takes time. Yeah. It takes time for the data to roll in, but yeah, dude, like right before the podcast, <laughs> I found a keyword. I'm going to show it to you. It's a really long topic, how to, but <laughs> yeah, like it's insane. Like you, and there's one guy who has a video exactly like that. Poor, poor thumbnail, you know? So I'm just saying this to, 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 to tell you that like right now, my opinion, obviously more is better, right? If you can find, you know, a lot of these keywords, if you can produce a lot of these videos, if you can just like, you know, volume, volume, like if you can do volume really well, sure, you're going to be better off. But the point I'm trying to make here is that like, if you're just starting out, like if I'd be just starting out, I just focus on finding like those super high RPM videos, right? Search that there is a clear indicator that you can rank like super clear you know, there is none of those like 10 other search channels who are doing it. And this is what you're going to notice. Mo like most often, it's a pretty like, it not, it's not complicated, but you need to do a little bit of research to make that video happen. You need to sit down and study the topic for about 30 minutes, read through it, maybe watch that video, maybe read an article, go ahead, open the pages, and then record and show, but I can guarantee you that that one hour of work that you do is going to pay off like 800 to a thousand euros in the next year. If you have like about 10,000, you know, volume per year. Yeah, of course, because that you basically have, have, have a deeper understanding of the topic so you can explain it better. Plus if your quality of the video itself is also better then the viewer yeah. satisfaction will be yeah, higher. You make, you make one video like that a day for 30 days. In one year, you can be making, I don't know, 20K overall. Those like 30 videos you make if each one of them is like that. 
Yeah, the really the, the, the thing is what I'm I'm struggling with like certain really high CPM topics. First of all, I'm not getting the, the I'm not getting the desired RPM on my channel. Like even if the topic yeah. is high, but let's take don't take it into account. But then like some uh, the the source search volume is really limited because it's so niche down. It's like a problem within a problem within a program yeah. that's almost like not used by that many people. Yeah. Well, what I found is that the more I started immersing myself in this game, the deeper and the more time I spend, the better I am at finding those like gold, like gold nuggets, basically. Yeah. Like you find it, you find a gem. It's just like, it's a game. It's like playing a video game and like you're looking, I don't know, playing Minecraft and you're looking for diamonds, right? I think that's the most highly yeah, valuable stone there probably, right? And then you're looking for those like rare gems. And then you find one, right? And you know that if you make that video, you're going to make like anywhere from like 500 to 1,000 euros in the next 12 months. And so the way you go about finding them is you said like, first off, okay, <laughs> rule number one, don't do what everyone else is doing. If everyone else is doing like Squarespace and Shopify and Wix, right? Because everyone is talking about it because Yuri was talking yeah. about like, like sure, it worked for Yuri because at the time when he was doing it, no one else was doing it. And he ranked for all of those keywords. Sure. But you got to get creative. There are so many more things besides that. I, I see all these channels now popping up you know, all doing the same topics, just all doing the same over and over Snapchat, and over. Like you're not gonna Instagram, rank. Facebook. Those yeah, you're not going to rank. Come on. Like, sure, there are some opportunities there, but do you really want to spend, you know, hours of your time researching an Instagram topic or whatever and to find that one super long tail keyword that is going to have an RPM of $1 and that's going to... No. You're better off making like... Okay, I'm, I'm going to say like... I made recently a 30 minutes tutorial about, ah, do I want to give it away? Do I want to give Say it away? Say the niche maybe. <laughs> is it like a web hosting? Is it a software or? It is Shopify Dawn theme customization. That's the topic. Yeah. Okay. So it's it, Shopify. Yeah. You niche it's down Shopify. within Shopify basically. Yeah. But I did instead of a customization, like people are still searching for a Dawn theme customization. Like you, you can type it in, you can see it. And I made a 30 minute high quality video where I just opened up Shopify and I just showed you, okay, this is how you change colors. This is how you change fonts. This is how you change the blocks. Da, 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 da. And I showed you a couple of apps. I ah, guess what? It's ranking. Open incognito right now. Search Shopify Dawn theme customization. You're going to find my channel. There you go. <laughs> you know but it's just like getting a little bit more creative with what you do you don't like recently i've been doing reviews like if you check my main channel i've been doing comparison videos i've been comparing banks it's a it's, it's a bit harder to do but guess what i'm ranking for one topic it has an rpm of of ten dollars yeah i i did it as well and let me check my rpm <laughs> Because I did it like a, a month ago or something. I don't know. And I am bringing in a lot of people who are uh, signing up to WISE through my link. Yeah, is it working? 
dude, I, I'm not even kidding. Like, I'm going to check exactly now how many, but, and I was showing Hessel this the other day as well, but check this out. I got already, I can't see I it, can but see I got, you see five, those, I think you see five, those right? yellow dots? Yeah, yeah, yeah you see the yellow dots? I got five. I got five people to sign up to WISE with my link. What do you get from people that sign up? If they go through the process, I get 90 euros oh. from one person. It's pretty high. <laughs> and, the, and, and these five invites are from 1,200 views. Now, and this video has a lot of search volume. It's getting about 150 views every 48 hours. So like think about in a year and I'm ranking like, like second, I think. Now think about in a year, not only is the RPM 10 and I'm going to continue ranking because it's a good yeah. video, but I'm also getting these invites and sooner or later, someone is going to convert into 90 euros. So you can just think like the RPM is nuts. But is it your search channel or the, uh, the your main? This is my search channel. Okay. So it is possible. The high yeah. RPM. Uh, yes, but still the bumper and skippables are divided equally. If this video would have been ranking on my main, skippable would be 90%. Then upload it to your main. <laughs> Makes more sense. Nah. I'm uploading now similar videos to my main. Yeah, okay. And I'll see the data there because I'm, I'm, I'm only starting now. So I uploaded literally today. I uploaded the first three, video, three videos. And every single day from now on, I'm going to be uploading three more. So yeah, we will see. But... It's just a, just for you to think about that, like, you don't need to do like how to that everyone else is doing simple, like be creative. You can think about like Shopify Dawn theme customization. It's not a how to, but people are still searching for it. And there's yeah. quite a good search volume. I, it's pretty easy for me. It was, it was pretty easy for me to rank. And RPMs are amazing. Yeah, it's, it's basically like Shopify is a bigger platform and you also have like teams on Shopify, but also plugins and stuff like that. So it's basically, you need to yeah. look with inside the main thing. Uh, yes. Same with WordPress. You have like different page builders on WordPress. You can talk mm. about it as well. So yeah, it's, it's yeah. like a little bit deeper thinking instead of like the basic uh, talk. But yes. I, I think... Uh, The, some mistake that people might make is that they also outsource the video topic of the topic research. Uh, oh, 100%. Yeah. In the beginning, dude, you need to do everything yourself in the beginning if you want to get good at this. Now, especially now because it's more saturated in the more general keywords. But yeah, you really need to do the, the keyword research yourself, I think. Otherwise, you'll be making those. Like you can't trust on a freelancer for this kind of. Uh, no, how are they going to know? They've never done this. Exactly. But I think a lot of people, they think, ah. You know, as long as it's yeah, uh, as a high search. Yeah, people want to people want to take the easy route. You know, hey, Who I doesn't? need you to find me. 50, I want you to find me 50 keywords per week. You know, and at one point I did that as well. I'm not I gonna lie, once, I did that. Got yeah. a strike. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> But like it, it's yeah, you don't need a lot in the beginning. You get one, you find one two golden nuggets. You make a good video. You'll understand much more. And if you want to learn more, join the inner circle of our Discord community. Boom. <laughs> Boom. Boom. Yeah, <laughs> plugged, plugged it in. Yeah. 
Yeah, basically, Ron and I, we have a Discord community. I'm sure you guys who are watching and listening to this know about it. But if you don't, well, you're welcome. Here's an invite, official. And further, for those of you who want to learn kind of like an inner circle, right? Think of it. Think of it like you can come to a school, like a free school, right? But if you want to hang out with the group of like people, yeah. like specific group of people, right? Or like the cool kids, <laughs> then you can just join that. And if you want to do that, message Ron, message myself, um, yeah, or and just be like, hey, yeah, or yeah. be like, hey, I want to be part of the inner circle. It's um, and then we will take you from there. But uh, with that. I think it's a pretty good roundup. Yeah. Ron, thank you for your time. Thank, thank you, you guys so much for watching, listening, viewing, subscribing. And we will see you in the next week's episode. Yes. Ciao. Ciao, ciao.